Hey, we're Todd and Kristen. Join us as we learn to become fearless in love. Welcome to the Fearless in Love podcast. We're glad you've joined us. And we are continuing through a discussion about Ephesians 5, 25 through 32. And men who are listening, it's been a journey. <laughs> we're, we're talking about some things that seem like they could be pretty hard to do, but the reality is there is so much goodness in learning these things and beginning to live them out in your relationship. And hello, (laughs) listeners. (laughs) And I was also going to say that, and you are made for this. Yes, it may sound hard, but literally, men, you are made for this. Are you kidding me? Of course you can do this. You're made for it. <laughs> well, that's good. Seriously. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that we t- we've talked about that, you know, back to the original design that, that God had were the you know, men, the masculine designed to give first. Mm-hmm. We see it at work all around us. And mm-hmm. a few episodes ago, we talked about that. And then we really started in with Ephesians 5.25, the husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church. Mm-hmm. We talked about that, what that might look like. And then the next part is, and he gave himself up for her. So husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. We talked about that last week, what it might look like to, to give ourselves up for our wives. And Kristen was able to really give a lot of insight from a woman's perspective about what that might look like, what speaks to her, what she values as a woman that says your presence is powerful. Mm-hmm. So that was really the lesson from last time is that mm-hmm. your presence is powerful. Mm-hmm. And so this week we are going to take the next little phrase. And again, just to kind of give you a little bit of background. So I mentioned a few episodes ago that we had talked about the masculine and feminine, the men giving first. And if you haven't listened to that episode, you should definitely listen. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, but that, that episode the topic of that episode had come from a podcast that I had listened to that there was a rabbi who had, who had taught on that. And after hearing that and beginning to think about that, what that might look like, what I did personally was go to Ephesians five. Cause I originally immediately thought of that. Like that's how in order for me to be able to give in the way that God designed I first need to be filled by him. So I need him to pour into me so that I can pour out into my wife. And so I immediately thought of Ephesians 5 and the instruction for husbands there. And so what I did was just took those verses and broke them down into small little phrases and spent a number of weeks really going through that personally in my time with the Lord and just taking the little phrases and asking the Lord, what does this mean? Mm-hmm. Like, how, what does this mean? How does this apply to my marriage? How can I live this out in my relationship with my wife? And so this little series that we're doing now is really kind of presenting to, to you some of the things that I learned during that time of taking that to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And then since then, we've had a lot of conversation around it. Hopefully, Kristen has seen it being lived out in my life in a way that mm-hmm. that she can feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've seen just real value in our relationship mm-hmm. from 
living out these things that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, most definitely. It's been extremely fruitful. And I am also, I'm doing the same, looking at the verses about wives submitting to husbands and, and just the goodness in that and the beauty in that. And I, we will be covering that after we're done with, with this section. So. Yeah. So today, like I said, we're just going to continue on with that next phrase that he might sanctify her. Mm-hmm. And I did like I did on all of these really is just to you know, start out really in, in a praise to the Lord. You know, Lord, thank you, Jesus, thank you for sanctifying me. Mm-hmm. You know, thank you for sanctifying me. And then asking the question, you know, what does that mean for me as a husband? Like, is it really even possible for me to sanctify my wife in the way that the Lord has sanctified me? So as I pondered that question, what I felt like I heard was really a question from the Lord is that how did he sanctify me? And can we just pause for one second and talk about just the meaning of sanctify? Cause some people might not even know for sure, you know what that means. Mm-hmm. So to set apart, to make holy, really those are two very clear definitions from the, from a biblical standpoint to set apart and to make holy. Mm-hmm. So, um, and my, my version, my Bible, you know, yours says sanctify, mine says to make her holy and clean. And so just, just so people kind of have that context mm-hmm. to our understanding of, of the word sanctify. Yeah. And just for your reference, the translation that, that I am working from is the ESV mm-hmm. and Kristen is that has the NLT. And mm-hmm. so sometimes you'll see some differences in the way that we, you know, the, those Bible verses may look a little bit different in the translation that you're looking at, mm-hmm. but in the ESV, it's that he might sanctify her. Yes. Um, then it goes on to talk about washing her and in the word and all of that. But, but this little phrase was just a simple little phrase was and sanctify her. So yeah, thank you for that. Thank you mm-hmm. for thinking, you know, just yes. discussing that definition and giving some clarity around that. So as I said, I, I felt like what I heard from the Lord and that was just a question really, how did he sanctify me? And my initial thought was through his blood on the cross, like the, his blood on the cross is what sanctified me, what made me holy, what cleanses us. And then as I thought about that more, what the, you know, the thought that came to my mind was, well, really his blood on the cross was what actually made the way for us to be sanctified. But his blood in and of itself on the cross doesn't sanctify us. We have to first trust in him. So the, we have to take that step of trusting in his love. So we were sanctified when we trust in his love enough to accept his invitation for relationship, acknowledge our sin, our need for him, and really allow him to cleanse us through that saving faith, through his grace and through the presence of the the Holy Spirit. And through, I mean, through the shedding of his blood. When he did that on the cross... Mm -hmm. That made the way. That made the way. But That's we the still only had the only way, right? But 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 he, he had to do that for us to be able to then receive that gift of forgiveness of our sins, right. because something had to die for our sins. Yes, and it, and so he did. He yeah. shed his blood for our sins. So it's the receiving of that 
gift, right. the receiving of his death on the cross. Right. But it took that. Us. Yeah. It takes that step of us accepting that invitation right. from him to right. enter into relationship with him. Right. So it had to start with that, like you said. Right. But, but we have to take that step of mm-hmm. accepting receiving. the invitation, mm-hmm. receiving that gift. Yes. Okay. Yes. I just wanted to make sure I understood that that's what you were saying. Mm-hmm. And I think the the picture that I had is that the moment the Holy Spirit entered us, entered me, I was sanctified mm-hmm. in that moment. Mm-hmm. I was new creation, yeah. holy in his eyes, mm-hmm. you know, without blemish, those, those things that, that we're going to be talking about, you know, more next week. But those things happened that moment that the Holy Spirit indwelled me, indwelled you. And so that's key mm-hmm. in, in beginning to think about then, okay, what, so if that's what, if that's what we're talking about, mm-hmm. then how as a husband does that relate to my relationship with you? Right. And again, I know this can be kind of abstract and probably requires some uh, individual prayer of your own, asking these questions of the Lord, you know, processing through these things. But for me, when I ask that question, then how does this relate to my relationship with Kristen? And I was thinking, you know, I can't sanctify you. Right. You know, only he can do that. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so and it's saying, you know, I, I love you in a way that Christ loved that he might love the church, so that he might sanctify her. Like I am not able to mm-hmm. sanctify you. Only he can do that. So that can't be what it means. It's right. not, you're not relying on me to sanctify you. Right. Because I can't. Right. So what does it mean then? As I continued to process that and pray about that, what I started to see was I can't sanctify you, but I can help you to understand who you are. Mm -hmm. I can help you understand that you are sanctified. I can help you understand how Christ sees you Mm -hmm. and that I can begin to see you through those same eyes, through that same lens that he sees you. So it's, it's not something I do that sanctifies you, but as your husband, you know, I can help encourage you, help speak life into you, help you understand who you are Mm -hmm. in Christ, Mm -hmm. understand that you are holy and without blemish, understand Mm -hmm. that, you know, and that that's who you are. Now we don't always live that way, right? right? I mean, we, we still have sin. We still have failures. We still have shortcomings. There are times when we are definitely not where we can feel it within ourselves. Like, I don't feel like that's true. Mm -hmm. But if God's word is true, Mm -hmm. then it is true. Mm -hmm. That that is who we are. Mm -hmm. And so I think there's so much of uh, our walk with the Lord and our walk with each other as husband and wife, where there's a critical to be able to First, understand who we are in Christ. And second, be able to see our spouse in that way. Right. Right. And I was also thinking, let's say the man, you know, is a believer and his wife maybe isn't. I think that's extremely powerful still to love as Christ loved the church. Mm -hmm. Because pointing her to the truth of the way Jesus sees her and what he, just the pursuit 
of of his heart towards towards her and the desire he has for her you know just the mm-hmm. pointing of that so i just think about that when you were talking about that that it's just it's, it's a powerful powerful picture either way but yes for the saved wife the reality is she has been made new mm-hmm. and to see ourselves in that way is hard. It is. And and so to have our husbands <laughs> stand up and say, no, this is how I see you. Mm-hmm. And, and asking the Lord to give you his eyes to see your bride in the way that he does. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's so life-giving. Yeah. What I had written down when I asked that question, you know, in my journal... Uh, is that, you know, I can't sanctify her, only you can do that, Lord. Mm-hmm. The What I wrote down after that is that is true, but you can help her understand that she is sanctified and you can model the love that drew you into relationship with me. So I can model the his love that drew me into relationship with him. And if I'm able to model that to you and help you see that, then that allows you then to begin to see yourself more and more in that light. And obviously you're, I'm not saying you're relying on me no. to be your God or to right. be the one that like, you have to have that relationship with the Lord right. yourself. Right. But it's like, but as a husband, mm-hmm. like I can help you and encourage you mm-hmm. in, you know, just living in the fullness of that. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I was thinking about it. Then you know, I was asking the, the next question, which is, you know, what does that look like? Right. So what is like, practically, what does that look like? Yes. And here are some of the things that I wrote down. You love her as she is and see her for who she can become. Mm-hmm. So you love her as she is and see her as who she can become. Mm-hmm. And that's what the Lord does with us. Right. I mean, he, he loves us as we are, but he sees what we are going to become. Mm-hmm. You know, he, And so he's seeing us in light of what we're going to become, mm-hmm. not in light of what we are mm-hmm. right now. Right. And so that's what he did for us. I mean, that's what he does for us. He loves us as we are, but he, but he sees us as mm-hmm. who we're going to become. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he sees us through the lens of Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, he sees us as the new creation that we are, even though we don't, we don't fully understand that. And so we don't walk in that and live in that day by day, but as we continue to understand more and more who we are in him, we begin to experience, I guess, looking more like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I think he, he called us to him and forgave us and covered our sins so that we could be sanctified. And so when we think about that in the context of, you know, the relationship between you and me, what I felt like I'm called to do is to make you feel that same way, you know, with my love. So me being present, like we talked about last week, but calling you to relationship with me and forgiving you when things come up, you know, just forgiving immediately like he does and make you feel safe and seen in my presence, just like you're safe and seen in his presence. You should feel that same sense of peace and love and confidence in who you are when you're with me (laughs) as you feel in your relationship with the Lord. So that's a very high 
standard and it can feel very weighty, I think, as a man to say, well, that's what I'm supposed to do. But really, it's not as hard as it sounds like Mm -hmm. because it because it really is just beginning to have that mind shift of seeing you through the eyes of the Lord, Mm -hmm. seeing you in the way that he sees you Mm -hmm. and helping to encourage you in that. And the rest of that stuff kind of falls into place, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, under that Mm -hmm. fairly effortlessly when I can do that. And am I perfect at it? No, not even close, Mm -hmm. but I feel like I'm learning Mm -hmm. and I'm, and I'm beginning to understand that more and more. And so I can beat myself up over the times that I don't do that, or I can celebrate the times where I feel like I'm, I'm beginning to understand Mm -hmm. that. And so if we can focus on the celebration not on the the failure, then again, it becomes more and more just a natural, effortless response Mm -hmm. in relationship. Yes. And as I was praying about this this morning and journaling, I felt like there's obviously a reason for it. And when I was asking the Lord about it, just talking to him about it, I felt like he very clearly was saying the whole reason is because marriage is for the purpose of showing the relationship between Christ and the church. And we've talked about that so much, but it is a very, very important, I mean, there's no words for how important this relationship is, and it should not be taken lightly and gone into lightly because It is the way that we can see on earth, you know, we can look on at marriages and and what God wants us to see is that picture of what our relationship is with him. And so can it look like him? Can it look like that exactly? Of course not. I mean, we are humans and we are very not perfect, but it is that covenant relationship that is meant to display that. And so that's why it's just incredibly incredibly powerful. And it's so life-giving if we can step into that because it is how he designed us. I mean, it is, it's a flourishing relationship that if, if we step into these roles, really, I guess is the best word I can think of right now. Mm -hmm. You know, if we step into that and function in the way that God set it up to function, I mean, the fruit (laughs) is so incredibly abundant. It's so worth it. And I know we were talking this morning that, you know, a man, it, it, it is weighty. And to think of being the giver, that's, that's a big role. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about how Jesus, I mean, the ultimate act he, he did to give for us was his life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, but he did it yet. Was it excruciating to think of what he was moving towards? Yes. But he did it for the joy set before him. And I was thinking about, for husband and wife, the joy set before a man, really, as he steps into that role, what happens is, I mean, he gets to experience (laughs) this wife who is, and we have a role to play in that too, which I'll get to when we talk Mm -hmm. later in a few episodes, but he gets to see this glorious splendor, this feminine woman come to life in a way that brings there's even there's more you know it, the result is the incomparably greater value where the woman is then raised up 
to just flourish Mm -hmm. and the glory and beauty of God in and through her is so apparent. And it's just, it's this cycle then of, of abundance and flourishing and joy. And so it may seem, I don't know if I can do that, but if, if the man just, if the Lord can, if the men can truly turn to the Lord and have him pour his love into them, and then they can let that pour that love pour out onto their wife. I mean, the overflow of all that is so abundant and so joy filled that like, mm-hmm. yes and amen. Let's, let's do that. Right. You know, I mean, it's, and then that does allow then for a relationship that people can look onto exactly. and say, wow, there's something special about that relationship. Like there's something that is good about that. That, that goes back to then that modeling that picture of the relationship between Christ and the church. And so, and if we can think about our marriage being for that purpose, Mm -hmm. that also helps us to begin to, you know, have a lot more grace with each other and be able to see each other in a different light and be able to have a mission and a purpose for Mm -hmm. our relationship beyond just trying to make each other happy right? or make ourselves happy. Exactly. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Which is probably more, more, more. usually it's more just (laughs) making ourselves happy, not even making the other happy, but, but yeah, that's, yeah, there's, there's a, when there is that purpose, Mm -hmm. it changes Mm -hmm. things so much. Yeah. And it's life giving. So, I mean, it's not just, I have to do this because this is God's plan. It's like, this is God's plan and it brings abundance of, of life. And so it's beautiful. It's good. Yeah, it, it is. is. And, so that, good. and that's actually a really good segue into, so next week we're going to be talking about having cleansed her uh, by the washing of water with the word. That's the next phrase. And, and then the, the next time it's so that he might present the church to himself in splendor. And what you described, mm. how when he went to the cross... But seeing that joy that was set before him, mm-hmm. you know, that was the joy that was set before him. He, he was going to the cross to be sacrificed so that he would experience the joy of having his church mm-hmm. presented to him, mm-hmm. having been cleansed and washed mm-hmm. with the word and without, you know, in splendor, without spot or blemish. That, that was the joy that was waiting for him, but it took his giving in order mm-hmm. to experience that. Amen. That's and right. so, you know, that's, that's what, you know, we can have in a, in a little way, in a, mm-hmm. in a different way, but in a, in a way within our relationship when we follow that same pattern that the Lord set up. Yeah. So, yeah. So again, lots to think about and I encourage you, all of you listening, uh, particularly the men listening, but I think everyone listening to take that same kind of time that, that I described where I took with the Lord individually and just begin to ask him those questions and let him guide you because Kristen is Kristen and each of you, your wives have different desires, different needs, different things that are going to make them come alive. And so that's where the clarity comes from in that, at least for me. And I think for everybody, if we just give room to the Lord to be able to ask for those things. So encourage you to do that. And yeah, we're going to wrap this today and we thank you again for joining us and look forward to having you continue on this journey with us and and we will be back next week to talk about what it might look like that having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word what that might look like in our relationships i think it's going to be a really interesting conversation we have some ideas around that that and some discussions we've had that i think will be really really valuable so we encourage you to come back and join us next time so until then 
Together, let's learn to love fearlessly.